there listener, welcome to How To with Performance In. In this podcast, I chat to the best minds in the performance marketing industry, answering your questions on how to go about implementing certain practices. We bring you interviews with some incredible people to talk to you in depth about their expertise, experiences and ways they have driven success. This is the final episode of How To with Performance In for 2021. Thank you so much for tuning in this year. I've had a great time creating the podcast and speaking to all of the wonderful guests that have featured. It's almost Christmas, so shopping is on everyone's minds, and the amount of options for gifts available online is endless. This means cart abandonment is incredibly high and is an issue affecting many brands. To help you tackle this, I spoke to John Lamphere, Regional Vice President at Active Campaign, about how to avoid cart abandonment. John provided some amazing insight into cart abandonment and the reasons it happens, as well as a step-by-step guide to tackling it. So, to start, just ask you if you could tell us a little bit more about your background and how you got into the industry. Yeah, sure. I'm happy to do that. I had a kind of a, I came into the, the world of tech by accident. Early 2000s, um, I worked for like a, a traditional uh, organization, led a, led a sales organization, but a non-online, um, non-online business. And our CEO came back. Um, he had been on a business trip and he came back and had bought the URL um, for, for the company that we worked with and, and suddenly said, right, we're going to take this business online. John, you need to lead this project and become, and, get, and build an online version of what we do today. Um, and, and that was like a, it was a huge challenge. It was a huge learning curve, but that's how I ended up on the, in the, on the world of online. Mm-hmm. Um, that pretty successfully and and then i i have been pretty lucky through my career to work for some of the globe's largest organizations um moved from there i spent a couple of years in yahoo i led their european sales team then i moved in 2009 to facebook i was a really early employee in facebook in dublin mm-hmm. um and, and i spent six six-ish years there as we scaled facebook across the region and it was like opening new markets it was bringing facebook both from a user perspective, but also from a commercial perspective across like multiple markets. Um, was I was you know part of uh, launching Facebook in APAC, um, led a couple of global verticals over the course of the, my time there. But then I decided it was time for a change, um, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be involved in the more broader business as opposed to just very much firmly based in the um, in the commercial world. So I spent a number of time at a couple of different companies, Quancast, and, and most recently before Active Campaign, um, a company called Glassdoor, um, where I led Glassdoor's international business. That was, you know, launching new markets, generating a sales revenue, growing our consumer base across like Latin America, Asia Pacific, and EMEA. Um, and then most recently, I, I moved to um, Active Campaign. And, mm-hmm. you know, just loved Active Campaign's mission, the product, you know, how they were um, making customers a hero. Like, you know, we've got 150,000 customers across the globe right now in Active Campaign. Yeah. 50% 50% of those are international. Um, we have customers in 170 different countries, which is actually more countries than McDonald's have a presence in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just like, for me, it was a, you know, it was a challenge, but it was an organization that I just fell in love with the culture and, and just completely believed in the mission so that's how i've ended up here 
Great. Okay, perfect. Um, so if we can kind of move on to today's topic, we're going to be talking about how to avoid cart abandonment. Mm -hmm. So can you quickly explain kind of what exactly cart abandonment means and why it's a bad thing for businesses? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I mean, if, if I start off by answering that, and you know, if, if we look at a couple of the stats around that, Statista in March 2020, um, they, they said that about 88% of online orders were abandoned. Um, mm -hmm. That equates, according to Forrester, to about 18 billion a year. Now, it, it's become more important as of late, as, as we've seen, like a huge, especially with the, in our current situation in the pandemic, we've seen a huge surge towards um, online shopping. Um, companies that were never online have had to end up online. Um, so it is, um, it is a huge challenge. It's a huge challenge for every business, whether that's like an established organization or whether it's a really small business that has just started making inroads into online. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've kind of done a little bit of research and it seems like there are quite a few different reasons um, that it does happen. For example, kind of not trusting the retailer, um, customers not being sure whether they actually need the product or not. Um, what else would you say are kind of some of the main reasons that it happens? I mean, yeah, I think like it, it affects every organization, whether it's like B2B, B2C, essentially anybody that has a product or a service to sell online. Um, but I think, I think the main thing is when we think about like, when we think about somebody who selects a product online to purchase, and, and like adds it to their cart. We, we tend to think of it as the, that's the transaction, but the reality is it's not, a, it's not the transaction, it's just a, a signaling of intent. And, and lots and lots of things go wrong before the checkout, right? Like, so, you know, you talk about distractions. So, you know, I'm shopping at home and my doorbell rings, or I have to go to the shop or I have to go pick kids up or somebody comes into the room, becomes a distraction. There's also, you know, as we start moving more towards the holiday or Christmas period, um, there's a lot more comparison shopping goes on where there's a specific yeah. list or whatever the case may be. Um, changing, people changing their minds are, are, are more importantly, what can happen a lot is there's like bar barriers to getting to the checkout. So like slow internet will, will you know, boot people out or yeah. um, a slow site, site will cause them to bounce. So there, there's multiple reasons that, that this happens. However, I would say that our own data, when we look at like Black, Black, Black Friday of 2020, um, it shows that like automations can help recapture like a huge proportion of that. Um, you know, last year we saw a, a really big increase in the amount of customers that were shopping online, mm -hmm. but we saw um, abandonment jump by about 112%. Um, in 2019. However, when we look at the data from last year, um, we've revenue that has been recovered has climbed by about 593 percent in 2020 versus 2019. Um, so there, there, it, it certainly can. Um, there's a lot of tactics that we can use to get to to try and um, to try and, and make it better and try and recover yeah. a lot of that revenue. Okay, perfect. Is there any kind of particular sites that you would say um, are affected most by it? It ha ha has a big effect on B2C. Um, mm. So anything where there's a consumer, because there tends to be, there's a potential for there be, to be less intent, um, or there tends to be more distractions, where in B2B it still is a big, big challenge, um, but they can be slightly different and it can be more pronounced. A yeah. B2B 
them are going to buy a piece of software because there's a particular need. Um, and and maybe they will tend to shop more so around benefits or what the value add can be to that organization. But, but B2C tends to be, you know, because it's consumers and they, they you know, they're, they're price comparing or, as I say, there's like distractions come, come up or, or there tends to be, you know, internet tends to be slower in, in residential versus in commercial yeah. and stuff like that. Okay, so kind of going on to figuring out a solution for it, how can it be tackled? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a couple of different ways. <clears throat> so I, I would say the, the first way to tackle this is through personalization. Mm -hmm. um, and personalization means that you're building a, a connection with that consumer. So as opposed to just like a generic response to bring like detailed person personalization about like has that person been to the site before who are they even even their first name all of that kind of stuff is is hugely hugely important mm -hmm. and and I mean I think that's where you know that that's where it, our automations and recipes make this entire process really easy and really streamlined so we um, talk about automations is building an automation to be able to communicate with consumers after they have abandoned the cart and personalization been able to really personalize that. But we have in, within our automations, we have what we call recipes. And a recipe is just the automation that can be dragged and dropped really simplistically to allow all of these tactics to be um, enacted in a, in a really simplistic way. But I, I think the, there's, there's, it's probably three steps, right? The golden rule is three. Um, so start as step number one, I would say from a tactic perspective is like, think about it like the golden hour. Somebody puts something into the cart, then they abandon it for whatever the reason. Um, the best time to follow up is within that hour. And, and there's a couple of things to think about as that mail goes to somebody within that first hour. Number one is like, keep it simple. Don't have any more than one promotion within there. Um, so a lot of times, businesses will have like an arsenal of promotions that they're going to re-promote that product with, but yeah. just use one, have a really simplistic call to action. Um, like, you know, a headline might read, you know, this product is almost yours, or there's a limited stock or whatever mm -hmm. the case. Um, there's also a loss aversion, which is like, you know, there's only four left or whatever the case may be. And then, um, I'd say for B2B customers, it becomes very much around like relisting why that organization came in the first place. So, so what were the benefits? What's the benefit to the business in buying this product? Um, so I'd say that's, that's sort of step number one. Mm -hmm. um, in the event that that customer comes in and repurchases, then within our automations, it would cease, you know, step two and, and any subsequent steps, and then would move into a different part of the automation, would be, which would be like, you know, thank you for your purchase, or here's our, our you know, here's where the delivery is going to come from, or, or whatever the case may be. But I would say in the event that a customer doesn't repurchase after number one, then we kind of move to step two, which I would say is within a 24-hour window. Um, and the, the real trick with this is to experiment with different messages. Um, what we, where we don't see a ton of response is if we just send back out the same mail again, um, mm -hmm. because it hasn't worked the first time, it's unlikely that it will the second time. So a different subject line, and especially experiment whether that mail was opened or not opened. Yeah. 
So in the event that the first mail was opened, maybe the message is pretty, pretty close, but the timing has just been wrong. But in the event that it's not opening, the message is likely not resonating with that, with, with, with that customer in the first place. So experimenting with new mes messaging and then in implementing like social proof um, or the likes of a guarantee. So for example, we have a customer called the Dollar Shaving Club. Um, and basically what they do is as they go out with their second mail, they highlight the benefits alongside a product shot of what the original um, what, what the original product was. Mm. Um, but then they also really clearly state that there is a, a refund guarantee um, and they put in some you know, uh, references from customers who have already bought this, which is that sort of social proof piece. Yeah. So that's sort of this, the, the second phase of the second mail that goes out. Again, same thing in the event that that customer goes and, and purchases at that point, um, then, then the automation changes and we go back to the sort of the thank you type email or, or the follow-up mm -hmm. email. In the, in the event that they don't, um, I would say that then the third one, which would be within a, a relatively short period of time after that 24 hour one, but this is the kind of the last chance. The reason I would say that it's kind of the last chance is we don't want to start spamming a customer or, or yeah. appearing in spam or been a nuisance email or whatever the case may be. So this is the, you know, the time where, um, you can add a discount or you can add a specific promotion. Mm -hmm. But the advice I give there is just be cautious about promotions because we also don't want to um, encourage the consumer to think that every time they abandon the cart, there will be a promotion at the end. Yes. Because you kind of get into that sort of like spiraling bucket, if you know what I mean. Um, so yeah. Um, but but it, it is time because I think there is time to, as I say, that promotion or maybe there's a discount off the shipping charge um, or maybe there's like a value add product is added in or, or something like that. Um, yeah. Again, taglines and, you know, the top line messaging to experiment as as that, that the company starts sending them out, like what gets more traction versus what doesn't, you know, what doesn't increase open rates, et cetera, et cetera. But I would say that they're the three point, like the, the, those three stages are, are, are like key to win back strategy. Perfect. Yeah, I do think it's so interesting because I personally I'm so bad and I always, always abandon things in my basket. And I only have recently, I'd say over the past couple of years, started noticing these things happening and it is it does draw you back in. So, yeah, I think everybody. Can yeah, sure. but, but, and again, the you know, the as as businesses as businesses start to scale you know again established businesses or new businesses like having a clear strategy yeah. to in the event of this and and having that automated is means that like a business owner is not going to have to say right well it's 58 minutes since this person does it i have to write an email or here's my yeah. strategy 20, I have to get up at six o'clock in the morning to write like 15 emails because we're in this 24 hour zone now. Like having a clear strategy, being able to automate this, but being able to personalize it as well is just like key to that the win back. So, you know, you get a, a mail out that says, Neve, you know, you've left this in your cart. Mm -hmm. You know, this is why you wanted it in the first place versus a generic email saying, hey, you've got something in your cart from 
an organization that you may not even remember. What yeah, exactly. Yeah, great. John also provided some more information about Active Campaign and exactly what they do. Active Campaign is a, is a customer experience automation platform. Um, and, and, and what we do is we enable companies to, to just send the right message to the right at the right time within the right channel. Mm -hmm. um, our, all of our customers have seen enormous success in automating and personalizing, personalizing this entire process. As I say, whether that's like a large established organization that have like hundreds of employees or whether this is a really small organization that is pretty new to the world of online commerce. Mm. Uh, all customers see, see value in this. You know, we've had customers that have recovered 50% of lost revenue using cart abandonment automations. And, and what I would urge every, anybody out there that's listening is, you know, that if, if, you, if you are or have experienced challenges like this around cart, come to Active Campaign. You take a free trial. It's really simplistic to set up. You take our, our predefined automations or recipes. You just drop your content in and, and, and Active Campaign does all the rest. Great. Thank you so much, John. I think it is, it's such an interesting conversation. I really like the three points that you gave as well, because it's just easy to remember. And yeah, um, thank you so much for being a part of the conversation. That's it. Thank you so much for listening to How To With Performance In this year. I hope you have an amazing festive period and a happy new year. Bye.